Hello everybody, welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing fantastic and that you're all having a great day. Likes, comments, and subscriptions are always appreciated as they do help out the channel. Welcome back to another News I Missed where I go over News I Missed. On-chain data shows that the number of Bitcoin holders with 10,000 or more Bitcoin has grown recently, a sign of accumulation from whales. As pointed out by an analyst in a CryptoQuant post, both the 1,000 and 10,000 Bitcoin holders have observed some growth in recent weeks. Holders with 1,000 or more Bitcoin are considered whales, and movements from them can have noticeable impacts on the Bitcoin market, even though they shouldn't. That's the really thing. That's the thing that has to also be pointed out. Uh, these movements should not have any effect on our market, uh, simply from an a uh, an ethos kind of of standpoint. The entire idea of Bitcoin and of crypto in in, in its entirety <clears throat> is that people should be able to move their money around at will when they want, how they want. However, it's become a really big trend in the last two years. Uh, plus, to talk about whales and where whales are moving their money. The entire thing is, if you have, I'm going to throw it out there, if you have $5 billion and you are trying to move it through the banking system, buddy boy, it's going to be very difficult for you to do so. It's going to take tons of fees, it's going to take tons of days and actual phone calls to make sure that this money is going to where the bank knows that it can go and all, you know, we've all been in the banking system for a while. The idea of you using Bitcoin for it you can enter $5 billion worth, hit enter, enter the address, bam, it's on its way. But this new weird trend of everyone keeping track of every single thing that happens within the blockchain is like a really weird way that regulations have also slipped into our own normal crypto space where it becomes major news if people are using their own money. There was something a couple of weeks ago, somebody moved around, I think like 4,000 Bitcoin, it's theirs. They have it, they can move it where they want. But that was one of the most, I didn't have it in the video, but it was one of the most popular news stories of the day where people were trying to figure out where these coins went. Who cares? It's not your coins. The point of it is, is that you can move your money around how you want and so can they. So what's the point of, I don't know, but the whale numbers are always extremely important and everyone seems to love them. The relevant indicator here looks at all wallets on the network to see how many own between 1,000 and 10,000 Bitcoin and how many are holding more than 10,000 Bitcoin as well. Now here's a chart that shows how the holder count of these two Bitcoin whale groups have changed during the last couple of years. There's a lot of whale news. There's a, there's a consistent amount of of whale news. It's a really odd, um, what's the word? Cycle. It's always the same. It's the prices go up. People see their prices are going up. Everybody wants to get into the market. People get into market. The prices go down. The new people who got into the market end up selling because they don't realize that they're making tons of money like the other people before them did. They sell off all their coins. The whales buy up all the coins. The prices go back up. Prices end up falling. It's the same thing over and over. So we are at the... Uh, we've been in accumulation mode for I think about two or three months now. We are now in like whale watch mode. And whale watch mode is always 
Uh, the news that we had a couple of days ago as well, the amount of Ethereum being taken off of cryptocurrency exchanges, the amount of uh, zero balance wallets or brand new wallets being created that actually have Ether and Bitcoin inside of them are also continuing to uh, climb higher at the exact same time. The amount of wallets that we're holding, I think we had this at the beginning of the year, wallets that were holding at least a million Satoshis has also reached a brand new high. The amount of wallets holding a tenth of a Bitcoin, also a brand new high, because all the people who've been here for a while are continuing to accumulate. So every time the new people get into the market, they help us move higher in price, and then they end up selling off their coins when they don't make millions all in one go. And then everybody else who's been in the market for a while ends up buying up their coins as well. It's just uh, it's just the market cycle. It's a little sad because people who need to uh, remain in the market, always end up leaving. And then we end up, this was also, I mean, 2015, 2016, 2017, a lot of people were looking into like the richest Bitcoin people out there. And there were a lot of people who became billionaires from Bitcoin and crypto. And people were like, wow, how'd you do that? And it basically came down to like, they bought and didn't sell and kept on buying, not financial advice. But then this this whole discussion of, well, like, you know, um, what's the word? Uh, the word's not indiscrepancies, inequality in the crypto market because, you know, someone has 15,000 Bitcoin and someone has uh, 0.05 Bitcoin. But a lot of times, if you look at it, regardless of the actual wealthy people who have recently entered into the market, these people bought years ago. There are tons of people who bought like 5,000 Ether when they were worth like 50 cents each as being like, maybe it'll go up to, to be something. And now this was at $10 million, same exact thing with XRP. So it's just kind of uh, 100% of people will get into a market and 85% leave. And then the other 15 end up accumulating and they end up being the, the ones with all the money. And that's what I think is interesting about the crypto market is that I believe that the wealth that is going, and, and, and not, even, not even rich, like the actual wealth that will be created from this market is going to be staggering. But in 10 to 15 years, I think we're going to see a major pushback by people who were in the market, who never wanted to get into the market, who are going to realize how much these people made and will be upset that they didn't make the same amount of money themselves. It's kind of, the, I told you all, all this before, like the idea of like the stock market, sorry for rambling on or whatever. The, 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 the idea of the stock market when I was younger, like no one I knew was in the stock market. They refused to be in the stock market. But then when you hear on the news 10 years later, you know, this woman was putting money into stocks every single day or every single month. And now she's retiring, you know, 10 years early with 1.4 million. I, I remember hearing people suck their teeth like, that's a lie. And it's like, no, it's not. You just have to kind of really stick to some type of investment vehicle. And then usually it ends up paying off. Anyway, that's the uh, whale addresses are continuing to accumulate more cryptocurrencies because this is how it always is. We are at the, I think, the midpoint of the cycle. This is how, you know, we're at the blue, the, the, the light blue dot moving back on up. But I think the, the frenzy of people getting into our markets won't really take hold until maybe September with Ethereum. That's a strong maybe. Or sometime next March or April. Like actual, you know, the frenzy of everyone trying to get back into the market uh, to make those gains. But yeah, that's the whales accumulating news. And let's move on. 
Also tying loosely into that as well, digital asset adoption is still in its infancy. According to a joint study by BitGet, Foresight Ventures, and Boston Consulting Group, or BCG, according to the entities, if the current trend holds, there will be 1 billion crypto users worldwide by the year 2030. The study finds that barely 0.3% of individuals' wealth is allocated into crypto. Comparatively, 25% of people's money is invested in equities, like stocks in private companies. BSG, BitGet, and Foresight Ventures anticipate a new wave of people entering the crypto sector in the upcoming years, despite the low adoption rate and recent market slump. By 2030, there will be probably around 1 billion crypto users, according to the entries estim- entities estimates, which compared to the assets class growth to that of the internet in the late 1990s. This was also, and I'm glad we don't hear too much about this anymore because that got really annoying for a couple of years. The idea is like where we are now in crypto, uh, time-wise. The idea was when Bitcoin was first created, we could have been around 1992, maybe 1993. You know, the advent of the beginning of people beginning to start to buy their own personal computers. They were still too expensive. Some people could buy them. They had them. They weren't really working. We didn't really have the internet. Some people knew about them. They were barely, you know, being used. And when people did use them, they were very clunky. You get to Windows 95. That's around like five years or so into the cryptocurrency space. People know about Bitcoin. Some people are using it. Tons of people are accumulating it. The adoption's there, but not really. It's mainly like a very nerdy kind of thing. You get to the year 2000, everyone knows what a computer is. You may not have one at home, but your friend probably does. And if they don't have one, you have a computer lab in your school that was donated by somebody who went to the school about 25 years ago. That's what happened to my school. At least we had a computer lab before anyone actually had their own uh, personal computer. It's in movies. It's in TV shows. Everyone's constantly talking about it. There's a movie about it. The Matrix comes out. Everyone knows what a computer is. By the time we get to around 2010, if you don't have a computer, it's like a little weird. What do you mean you don't, you don't, you don't even have like a, you know, a five-year-old computer. Everyone has a computer in some sort of way. So we were constantly, this was a really big years ago trying to place where we were uh, internet-wise, computer-wise, adoption-wise. And the, the, the general sentiment years ago was that we were around 1998, 1999. Recently, they've been saying they were around like 1990, the year 2000. Uh, as far as we reached a new pinnacle, everyone knows about us. Not nearly everyone is using us, but... We are, they believe that we're currently at the dot-com burst bubble kind of phase. NFTs came out, new cryptocurrencies kept on popping up. Everyone knows what it is. Everyone tried to get into it. Everyone was making their own website. You got the idea. Everything collapsed and now begins like the rebuild. This is why you heard before a lot of people were talking about that we are currently uh, looking for what the Amazon is going to be. What's going to be the eBay of the cryptocurrency space as we saw all those companies uh, managed to drag themselves out of the the uh, nonsense of the dot-com bubble. Um, I think the last estimates that we had were around between 100 to 200 million people on the planet were actually into crypto. And I really liked those numbers because I had feared for a long time, and I still kind of feel this way. I would love if normal people were into crypto. Like, I don't only want billionaires being in the space. It's a little annoying hearing that 
these people who tried to tell us not to get into the market for so long are all, you know, I love Bitcoin. I have 900 bajillion Bitcoin and, you know, constantly bragging about it. Like, I want the Satoshis to go to you. Like, I want you and your family. Should we ever reach dollar parity with the Satoshi? You know, who knows? I want you to have 9 million Satoshis. Like, I don't want the rich person across the street to have everything once again. So I, I, I like that the crypto adoption levels continue to increase. Um, I like to hear that, at least in other articles, that the amount of people who are getting into the market are kind of everyday normal people. Governments are still trying to scare people out of the markets, regardless of, you know, the banks buying up all the crypto themselves. But I don't mind news like this. I would like if the billion people who got into the market by the year 2030, that at least 90% of them were not millionaires so that they can accumulate some for themselves so that by the time, because also 2032 is meant to be that pivotal year. Don't forget about that for Bitcoin. That's meant to be like the the point where Bitcoin is definitely over a million dollars and the average person can't you know buy a Bitcoin for a million dollars, but you get my idea. So yeah. That's the crypto adoption news. It is nice to hear it. It may not be the most exciting news in the entire world, but I like stuff like this. I like the idea of adoption and like the idea of normal people getting into the market. Because how boring would crypto be if it's just Warren Buffett, Jamie Dimon, the other guy with the hair as being the only you know rich people in the market? That's boring. It's the same exact system all over again, but just digitized. Yep. Let's move on. Also in the news, the South Korean government is set to come good on a promise to launch a new regulatory agency that will govern the domestic crypto sector in the wake of what it calls the Terra Luna incident. I still think that Terra Luna was a setup, not from the people who made it. I Listen. I'm not standing on either side, but it does seem a little bit weird that all these things kept on happening. Doesn't it seem a bit odd that like five stable coins collapsed at the exact same time and they all lost their peg over the course of a week? All these government leaders were like, hey, we got to stop stable coins because we're trying to make our own central bank digital currencies. They scared the entirety of the market and now we hear nothing about any other stable coin collapses. Doesn't that seem weird that this all happened in a two-week period and now there's no more news anywhere else about this? Doesn't it seem odd that it was such a talking point? Remember how much regulators cared for us for two weeks and now they're not talking about it anymore? No one else thought that was odd that the other stable coins also did not collapse. Okay. As reported in late May... The body has tentatively named the Digital Asset Committee, the translation to English, and its creation has been fast-tracked because I think I'm, I can't say I'm certain. From what I've read and what I've gone over in the cryptocurrency space the last couple of years, I would not be surprised if uh, the stable coins that collapsed and subsequently the amount of people Uh, regulators and rich people who have their hands in other crypto cookie jars who went on to the news uh, didn't facilitate this in some sort of way. Because at the end of all of it, they don't really care if you lost a million dollars. They don't. Like, it's it's the last... they, They don't care about us. I don't know how to make that any clearer to other people. What they do care about is regulations 
having everything under control within their own camp and also creating a central bank digital currency that will potentially over the course of the next 40 years make governments trillions of dollars. So do you think they care about you losing a million dollars or about the government becoming richer? It, all This entire thing was way too, uh, the word's not smelly, sniffy, fishy. Fishy is the word I'm looking for. Why couldn't I get that? I was like, I, was, I saw an animal in front of me, fishy. All of it's a little bit too weird, especially uh, South Korea is not the only government who has fast-tracked this like new regulatory body out of nowhere. Doesn't it seem a little bit odd that all these years people have been losing tons of money in crypto? The government was like, oh, pff, <laughs> your problem. But the one thing that mimics the dollar, the euro, the yen, a fiat currency, that needs to be immediately wiped out and regulated. The committee will liaise with the Financial Services Committee and the Financial Supervisory Service, South Korea's main financial regulators. Currently, the Financial Intelligence Unit, a branch of the FSC, governs crypto exchanges. It is not clear if the new committee will eventually take over that role, but its first tasks will ultimately, almost certainly, be policy creation related. Uh, Cho Soon Ibo reported that the committee was on track to launch before the end of the month and revealed that many of its founding members have already been appointed and they talk about crypto policy yada 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 this was actually quite popular news um really weird it's always is it's like a odd coin toss as to what's going to be popular in the cryptocurrency space i don't know why regulation news keeps being popularer than other things about like actual adoption within the space or billions of people using crypto in some sort of way but any type of regulatory piece of paper that gets pushed through there's also Whatever. There's another place on the planet uh, that is currently, allegedly, is uh, responsible for the madness that's going on. Yes, that one. Uh, who's also bringing about crypto regulations and, like, everyone seemingly cares. I'm like, you know that they're the reason why we're walking through crap right now, right? Like, you understand that what they're doing is just to gain control and not for you to make any extra money because they don't care about you. What's this really weird thing where people... You've been on this earth with me right we've we've seen the same news and the same governments we've all been here what what is what is this thing with everyone pretending now like regulatory bodies and agencies actually give a hoot about us what is what's going on somebody drinking the kool-aid or something because i don't really know anyway so yeah um they fast track this regulatory agency in in five weeks Keep that time framed in mind whenever you think about anything else I talk about regulatory wise. You know how like I was, you know, I always mention like when, it, when a company's trying to get a legal license to work in, in, in a country, how it takes like 18 months to read about 15 pages. How funny that all these things collapsed at the same time and all the governments just happen to have this new regulatory body popping up. Because once again, South Korea is not the only one. Is anybody else paying attention? I hope you are. I hope you are. Yeah. I do hope that you've all enjoyed. I do hope that you all are having a great day, a great morning, a great afternoon, a great evening, wherever you are, wherever you might be. I do hope that it is absolutely fantastic. Thank you all once again for watching, listening, and or supporting, and I will most certainly 
be talking to you all soon. See you. <laughs>